This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. On February 6, 1840, an important document was signed at Waitangi, known as Te Tiriti o Waitangi. This document was a covenant between the many hapu of Aotearoa and the British Crown. It acknowledged the ongoing authority of hapu to govern themselves, tino rangatiratanga, and created a new form of governance, kawanatanga, that granted the Crown the right to govern non-Māori. Te Tiriti provides a framework for peaceful coexistence in a rapidly changing world. The story that had led up to this day was one of intrepid journeys, violence, drama and possibility. While there were instances of respectful cultural exchange and friendship, the assumption of superiority by European colonisers led to actions that created misunderstandings and mamai hurt that, for many, continue to this day. These episodes played out featuring a diverse cast of characters whose actions shaped our present day and will continue to reverberate into our future. The first book ever to be written about New Zealand was by English military surgeon John Savage. Entitled Some Account of New Zealand, the text was published in London in 1807. After arriving at the Bay of Islands September 1805, Savage began to write an account of life at Te Puna Settlement. He wrote of the immense forests and abundant minerals, the varied and plentiful wildlife, sea life and precious stones such as ponamu, greenstone, and of the day-to-day life and beliefs of the local inhabitants. Greatly impressed by the tangata whenua, he described the men as strong, courageous and intelligent, whilst the women were beautiful with sweet voices. He observed many practices relating to chieftainship, tradition, mana and tapu, and described the people as passionate and affectionate. After his short stay, many locals offered to accompany Savage back to England, and a young Napuhi named Moihanga was chosen to make the voyage. As they journeyed across the ocean towards Britain, Savage was able to learn a great deal from Moihanga regarding the indigenous people of Aotearoa. While on the long journey, Moihanga was disappointed when he saw the land at Cape Horn covered in snow, but marvelled at the fish and bird life of St Helena. Seeing a man travel on horseback for the first time surprised Moihanga, and he excitedly chased after the rider. He liked the company of his fellow sailors and enjoyed fishing from the deck. When the ship docked in London in April 1806, Moihanga became the first known Māori to ever visit England. The contrast of this new land to his home at first overwhelmed Moihanga, but he eagerly took in everything about this foreign ground he had now entered. The sailors taught him how to shake hands and say, How do you do, my boy? However, his appearance intimidated many. Moehanga observed many strange and unusual sights in the streets and markets of London. Some intrigued him, some he found distasteful. 
The magnitude of people, food, iron and ships impressed him and his homeland now seemed very small. King George and Queen Charlotte were intrigued to hear of his presence and received him for a short visit. After staying for just a few weeks, Moihanga returned to Aotearoa with many gifts, including carpentry and cooper's tools. A cooper is a tradesman who makes wooden barrels. Although not intimidated by the land the Pākehā came from, there is no doubt that the contrast of the two worlds was immense. Nevertheless, both races were curious of each other, and more and more relationships were forming between the peoples of these two very distant lands. 